Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Let me ask you this because, you know, this is something that, that obviously um, the Minnesota and uh, the Twin Cities has struggled with especially because there has been a, a wave of, of young people who have been radicalized, uh, some of whom did, in fact, make it over to Somalia, the first wave. Uh, some made it over to uh, fight for ISIS. Uh, the second wave, many of them, uh, these young people, and they were very young, um, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20. Right. Uh, and, and a number of them in this second wave that, that either tried to go over to get to ISIS or, or um, some of them actually made it over were, were enchanted by, by one individual, Anwar al-Awalaki, who was mm-hmm. an American who was killed um, in a drone strike in Yemen. From where you sit here, and, and again, we're, we're chatting with uh, David Enabo. He's a counterterrorism consultant and former Marine. Is that – this is somebody who was, uh, as I said, an American. He was somebody whose uh, videos are still on YouTube. They're they're pretty easily accessible. And, and he had this sort of ability to um, – sway people is is his influence waning and is there somebody else who's kind of picking up the slack and or is there is there success in trying to fight that kind of sort of youtube uh radicalization <laughs> a lot of moving parts in that question is me uh but i will i'll tell you this a lot of the kids younger people particularly in the west who become radicalized oftentimes are kids young people who feel they don't belong. They feel disenfranchised. They want to be a part of something that is larger than themselves. And many of them who become targets of recruiters from uh, Islamic State or Al-Qaeda or any of the other groups, Al-Shabaab in the case of the Somalis, um, what happens is that they feel uh, that the recruiters are really expert at feeding them and cherry-picking verses from the Quran about what they're going to do, you know, if they if they come in and fight with Al-Shabaab or they go and fight with ISIS, um, they're going to be fulfilling uh, the will of Allah. And they're, most of the time, these kids are very uh, uninformed or, or poorly educated in the fundamentals of their own faith, which is what makes them vulnerable. And they get these notions that somehow or other they're going to be sweeping across the desert on an Arabian stallion, uh, slaying uh, the infidels wherever they are. It's, it's kind of a romantic picture that, goes, that harkens back to the days of the Islamic Empire. And it isn't that at all. In fact, there are many kids that, that uh, do escape, come back and say, you know, that's the worst mistake I ever made in my, in my life. Right. Getting, getting to Al-Laki, uh, this is a, a subject that I deal with uh, quite uh, in detail in the book, uh, I, I think that there's a problem in letting too much of this uh, stuff. You know, if you look at the at the laws that that relate to treason, to sedition, to uh, things of that nature, 
Title 18 U.S. Code, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. YouTube, Google, Facebook, uh, the major social media giants out there are all U.S. corporations. They're U.S. entities. Right. And they should be, uh, they really should be subject to U.S. laws. And what we're doing here is not, in my view, we aren't, uh, we are not censoring people. We are basically trying to keep people from going somewhere and, and meeting a bad end. Let me, let me put it to you this way. YouTube, uh, if you remember back in 2012, there was a video that came out called Innocence of Muslims. And that yes. supposedly was the spark that caused the riot in Benghazi and it caused the riot in, at the American Embassy in Cairo. And YouTube went so far as to say, well, uh, we can't broadcast that anymore. We can't, we can't air that video anymore because it's offending Muslims. But yet it's okay for YouTube to upload videos of people getting their heads cut off or being crucified. Right. And this, this country has laws against snuff films, for instance. Right. You can't create a snuff film. Well, then why should you be able to upload a video of somebody getting their head cut off for someone else's religious propaganda? And, and do you so feel that like there, has there been more response there? Because there's been a lot of criticism, exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I don't think there's been as much response as there should have been. I think Twitter has done a really good job of trying to shut down uh, Islamic State and trying to keep ahead of that. Uh, you know, they, they keep trying to open up false accounts all the time. I think Twitter has done a pretty good job of trying to shut that down. YouTube, in my mind, has been very slow to cleanse itself of a lot of these videos that have, uh, you know, worked to, to recruit people and radicalize people. Awaki, in my view, the Department of Justice actually issued a memo justifying his targeted killing in Yemen by a drone strike. So why should we be allowing a guy who is essentially officially declared an enemy of the state, why should we be giving him a forum to preach hatred against us? I mean, it's hate speech. Right, and, and he, it's, it's still pretty much up there, isn't it? it it's up there. Bin Laden's stuff is still up there. Uh, YouTube, in my opinion, has done a very poor job of, of getting rid of a lot of that stuff. I think they could have done things a lot quicker, and they haven't done it. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 